This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was mocktails. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode number 126. 126, Billy. Adam, we put ourselves behind the eight ball. We did. We just decided what we're going to talk about, and honestly, I feel a little apprehensive. <laughs> okay. Nerve. Just to be totally transparent, we are a little bit apprehensive and nerve right. about this topic, only because it's something we know only a little bit about. Two episodes ago, I talked about my entire emotional journey uh, of winning a couple That's of right. sports Emmys. That was you'd, very informative. You'd think that that would be a little bit more... Uh, that would make one more nerve yes. to talk about that. Yes. Where it's like, hey, this is like a, an important thing that happened to me. Let me see if I could tell it correctly. A significant event that's meaningful. That was fine. This is meaningless. Meaningless, and I feel nerve. <laughs> Certain times it's like we do printers, and it's <laughs> like, how are we going to stretch it? That's right. How are we going to turn it into 45 minutes of good web content? That's exactly right. Good web audio content. If you like the podcast, please tweet at us, no joke pod, and give it the hashtag good web content. Good web content, please. Uh, today's good web content, yes. Adam. Um, it came from a place, I guess. Yes. Uh, we're now approaching summer. Yes. It is now early June. Yep. Time to get a little lively in the backyard. The sun is out. The grass is green. The birds are chirping, etc. Take out the pitchers. Yep. Take out the ice trays. That's right. Other podcasts are going to talk about alcohol. Okay. They're going to talk about booze. All the fun drinks that you can have at a summer barbecue. How to get toasty and lit with your friends. That time I blacked out in the Hamptons. Exactly. Not us, folks. Not us. Nope. Put on your swimmies. It's going to be safe. <laughs> this is hashtag good web content we are bringing you today. Today we're talking... Mocktails. Mocktails. Not ducktails. Woohoo. Not ducktails. <laughs> Not ducktails. Nope. Honestly, I'd probably feel more comfortable talking, talking about, about ducktails for, 40, for 45 minutes. But we're not doing that. Not doing we're that. We're not talking about the Canterbury Tales. No. We are talking about mocktails, which I think I maybe just learned are alcohol free cocktails. Got it. AKA beverages. So when you say you just learned, was the just learned happening like three minutes before I was like, hey, what about mocktails? I think that I don't honestly, and, I, and I'm not just saying this for the laugh. Sure. I don't know if I've ever said the word mocktail before five minutes ago. What about, said, like said it with my mouth. Have you ever seen it printed on like company paper behind like a plastic laminate standing upright at a bar? I'm just wondering where the, at a bar, like where, is that where I would encounter a, the I'd word say, mocktail? Yeah, like a YMCA or, <laughs> YMCA. or in an ev yeah. event hall. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I kids bar. A, Maybe a kids at bar. At a kids bar or something? Sure. Like a kids pub? A good, a popular example of a mocktail. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, because I don't even know if this is a mocktail. Is a Shirley Temple. Is it, that's a, that's, to me, that's the, that's what I feels like I a cocktail is actually a mocktail. mocktail. That's at every bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. That is the default beverage for a bar mitzvah, making it a mocktail. So you don't have any previous experience with mocktail, seeing the word mocktail at an event, having a favorite mocktail. I'm going to be learning along with our listeners and our audience about the nature and the nuance of a mocktail because it's not does something the, I'm familiar with. So does that put the burden on me to be thine teacher? No, no, no. no. Look, I know how to drink and have a great time. Right. Okay. I'm familiar with the virgin strawberry daiquiri. I've had it. Okay. So maybe, look, maybe I'm undercutting my own point here. Maybe I am a little more familiar with mocktails than I'm giving myself credit for. There you go. Okay. Virgin, so, virgin daiquiri. I've had that. Okay. I've had that. So where would you ask? 
Adam have a virgin daiquiri, a virgin margarita, a virgin pina colada. Where is this happening? I lo- I want I'm imagining or sort of I have like a vague memory of sort of being at a fr- uh, like as a child at a f- uh, my parents friends like Literally a summer barbecue. A luau themed, uh, maybe? Maybe not even luau themed, just like Mike and Sally's backyard Got hoedown it. Got kind it. of situation in mm-hmm. maybe somewhere like Gilderland or Slingerland. Sure. So, you know, and the opposite like... of a luau. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got it. The opposite of a luau, upstate New York. And now, are these margaritas, pina coladas, um, are they of the frozen varieties? Yeah, undoubtedly. So, crushed ice. Undoubtedly crushed ice. Now, is Mike and Sally bringing in a rental machine to crush the ice and make that, or is it blender? I think it's a blender. I I think it's very lo-fi. Mm-hmm. I think it's like they went to the supermarket. They got sort of mm-hmm. a frozen can of like pina colada mix, which I guess is like coconut. Coco Lopez? Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> Coco Lopez. <laughs> is that a person, place, or thing? I think it's a toucan. <laughs> I think it's a toucan. Is that a... Uh, is that a... <laughs> is I, that a brand of pina colada? <laughs> I think it might be the name of a toucan that sells coconut <laughs> jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best we, here to we, teach about mocktails. We don't know of whence we speak. Coco Lopez. I don't know if I've ever heard of Coco Lopez. A blue Lopez. can, but it would be in every bodega. You'd mix it in with rum and ice. Oh, okay. I, coconut jelly. Yeah, coconut jelly to like it, the mocktail. It comes out like a, like cranberry, yeah. like a, like canned cranberry. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Coco Lopez. Yes, like it's gelatinous and it's kind of, but coconut gelatinous. Right. Okay, got it. Great. So they would be at Mike and Sally's backyard, something, a drink like that, a crushed ice version? Something... If not Coco Lopez, then a Coco Lopez analog. Let me ask you this. Yes. I know that you probably haven't given one ounce of thought to this. Please. Hypothetical. Yes. Mike and Sally um, have put the blender out. Ooh. It's out on the table. Wow. So now anyone can blend their own drink when they want. Very fun. DIY. Do we like that? Do we like the blender on the table in the backyard? Or we, would we prefer that Mike and Sally are holding it down when they notice the pitcher is down, they bring the pitcher back to the kitchen, and they just come out with a fresh pitch? Personally, as a guest of Go. a casual laid-back BBQ upstate New York luau, yep. I would prefer them to be as relaxed as me and for them to let us self-service. Okay. New Jersey – uh, I'm sorry, the opposite of New Jersey gas station rules. Self-serve. New Jersey is like you have to let them fill it up for you. Right. I would say I prefer – Self-serve. Self-serve. Yep. I, I, my instinct would be self-serve because— I'm an adult. I can handle it. I can take care of myself. I, if I'm I thirsty, I can do it. Also, let's be honest. To me, half the fun of a mocktail is the blend— To me, the blending is the— f- no, I okay? don't disagree. The tool that is a blender is a fun tool. I know for a fact we've talked about this on the podcast before, but there was a revelatory moment where Billy, yes. you— oh. Smoothie, all, Smoothie King? Smoothie King. And you would just like got a blender, and it was a life-changer. Yeah. You can't know, but I invited my friend over to have a smoothie. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Because the tool and the act of blending is as, really, honestly, is as fun to me and as satisfying as whatever is blended. Right. So I like using the blend. To me, it's like a tactile thing, being able to push the high speed, dump it down to medium, crank it up to extra. Really experience the mocktail. On a visceral level, like hear the ice crumble, hear the Coco Lopez meld with the ice. Allow me to take the other side of the argument as to why you should leave the blender inside. Please. Okay. One. You put the blender out. Yes. A, it's in the sun. Yep. It's already getting complicated. That means now you have to leave the bowl of ice out too because if you're sun. going to be blending, now that's in the sun. Okay. What are you going to do? Put tinfoil over that, the bowl of ice? Awkward. No, you want to be presenting ice if you have ice. Ice is beautiful. Good call. So now that's compromised. Good call. Second, there's always that one person at the barbecue that is a little sloppier than everyone else. That's Just me. doesn't care as much that's me. about no. presentation. Yes. So let's call you. There's an atom at every barbecue. Definitely, unfortunately. That is a bit of a presentational liability. Yeah. Where if something's put out nice and everyone hopes that we 
carry the same standard of excellence. One, per- gonna, yeah. one person's going to do not even like a full spill. You might expect Billy for a full spill. Yep. Adam's just going to do, a, I'm going to pour three glasses quickly. It's going to come down the side before you know it. The table is a little stained. Absolutely Whose responsibility correct. is that to clean? We don't know. We already told Mike and Sally to lay back. Great point. That's a really good point. So there's a lot of micro decisions that yeah. happen with an out. Whereas, and also, you have to get an extension cord. You have to get an extension cord if you're doing it outside. Unless you went to Home Depot specifically looking for a blender with, call it, 18 to 20 24 uh, feet of slack. <laughs> slack a on the cable. <laughs> now we're talking out. Now you Long you, distance mocktail. It's assumed that's an outdoor blender. That's an outdoor barbecue. If you need 24 feet of slack from your indoor wall outlet to your blender, you need to rearrange how your kitchen is laid out. That's true. And if it's like, if that much extension cord and that many that much Home Depot consideration has gone into the presentation of the mocktail, that does change the calculus for me a little bit. That makes it like, maybe leave it to Mike and Sally. I don't want to mess this up. Right. I am a klutz. I have two left hands. Yep. I'm very careless and sloppy. I'm going to be eager to get this mocktail back to my date or right. my friend or my parents. Right. So like, I'm not going to have the time to make it nice. So after that discussion, would you say that we are both in agreement that maybe it's best if you are hosting a backyard barbecue and you're considering letting your guests make mocktails in the back with a blender in the back are we both in agreement that maybe you should just take on that responsibility and say oh hey the pitcher is low let me get another round of mocktails I started anti that, but now I think I've come around. And okay. I do think that maybe it's not, it, the burden falls on the host shoulders to make sure the mocktail station is nice and tidy. I think I Green think Day so. said it best when I come around. <laughs> Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. I believe it was Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy Joe Armstrong and the other said, two. Yep. Dirt, Joe Dirt, maybe? Joe Dirt and uh, David Dirt, I believe, are the, the Joe two and Dave other Dirt. members of Green Day. When they came around. around. Yeah. Uh, we have a few more minutes before we go into our first okay, act great. break. Maybe we'll play that in the act break. Yes, I think we probably should. Did you have a pref, margarita, pina colada, or was there, and there's a third one in there, a daiquiri? To me, the strawberry daiquiri is like the third fruity. To mm-hmm. me, I lump pina colada and strawberry daiquiri in as like the things that kids are allowed. Oh. Like the, like the Vir- mo- mocktails for kids. Virgin margaritas weren't really allowed. Is that a thing? I don't know. Because that A would... margarita is tequila, lime juice, and maybe something sweet. Simple syrup, I think? Right. So like the, just simple syrup and lime juice sounds gnarly. <laughs> right. Sounds like a torture device. That sounds like it one is... of the candies we just ate on yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Patreon.com uh, slash no drug pod. Good. Um, but yeah, I would default. Pina colada, I've always been pro-coconut. Yep. I know that coconut is a polarizing flavor. I'm incredibly pro-coconut. Yep. I think it's delicious. I think it's relaxing. I think it's ooh-la-la. Yep. So I love the pina colada, but like, look, Uh-oh. I'm also, oh. uh, there's a seven-year-old child that lives in here who likes red and pink things. Mm. And if I see a strawberry daiquiri, you kind of had me at straw. Really? You know what I mean? So like, to me, a daiquiri would be my innate preference. I am what not a fan. Like you said, it's polarizing coconut. Yes. Not a fan of coconut. Never been? I'm a big cookie guy. If yes. the cookie has a little coconut on it, Bill pushes it to the side. See, why, Bill? Not a fan of the taste. Ta- it dries me out a little. It tastes... It tastes like shredded paper a little yeah. bit. And when it doesn't taste like shredded paper, it tastes like something I like even less than shredded paper, which is coconut. <laughs> it can it can single-handedly it one flake can single-handedly ruin the entire experience for me. Yeah. I get it. And like some people are that way with cilantro. Yes. And I don't disparage them for feeling that way about cilantro. Coconut is the sort of the cilantro of the fruit family. Uh, oddly enough, Bill is pro pina. Pro pina? Pro pina. But, but Bill, that's I, coconut. I think it's Coco Lopez. It's <laughs> I don't think I'm a it's fan the lo- of the Coco Nut, but I do think I'm a fan of the Coco Lopez. I hear that. So, so if I may. Please. What do, what do you say we play When I Come Around <laughs> right now? Great. And while that song plays, we look up anything we can about Coco, Coco Lopez. Lopez. We should get to know the Coco Lopez. Great. Here's Billy Joe, Dave, and Joe Dirt. <laughs> 
no joke today we're talking mocktails you heard us right we're talking mocktails but we're also talking freaking coco lopez coco lopez look them up it exists coco lopez is a coconut uh pro not coconut but yep. a coconut product cream of coconut cream of coconut like you said specifically it's cream of coconut yes. would you guys like to learn about cream of coconut yes we would bill okay <laughs> coco lopez is a puerto rican coconut product which is used in many popular drinks mocktails coco lopez was invented by ramon lopez who was an agricultural professor for the University of Puerto Rico. Great. With funds from the government, he worked on his idea inside a small laboratory that he owned. Coconut for Lopez. He discovered that by mixing sugarcane sugar with coconut cream, he could prepare the beverage. Okay. He left the university and commercialized his product, which eventually found its way into the island supermarkets. Great. And now we're off. That's right. And it says it was the base for the invention of the pina colada. Coco Lopez was the base for the invention of the pina colada. So there was no pina colada before Coco freaking Lopez? Not according to wikipedia.org. Coco Lopez deserves a lot more. Coco Lopez and specifically uh, its founder, Ramon Lopez Irizarry, yes. deserve Where's a lot more love. Where's the statue? Wow. There honestly should be. Accidental inventor of the pina. The pina colada. The Nina, the pina, and the Santa Maria. Jesus Christ. So you, what we've kind of discovered is that you don't like coconut flavor. You don't like the taste. The flavor of coconut, you don't like the texture of coconut, it's shredded paper to a certain degree, even worse. right. But you're not opposed to, wholeheartedly opposed to coconut-flavored things. You know, I don't like them. Yeah. I do like Coco Lopez. People are complicated. People are complicated. You are nuanced, Yes, man. People are paradoxes. Shades of Bill. Shades of Bill. Yes. 50 Shades of Bill. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's talk about our second podcast real quick, Great, let's do it. It is called Fun Size. Yes. It's on Patreon. Yep. And for $5, you get four episodes a week. That's right. And what Fun Size is, is a candy competition podcast. We take two similar candies, uh, and we pit them head-to-head against each other, and we sort of judge them on a very rigid metric. Yes. uh, And we determine which one is better and which one you should get if you're in a candy pinch. And so we like to try and explain what the show is about, but we also like to give you a little bite size of Fun Size, so please listen up. Fun Size. Fun Size. Fun Size. Different thing. Yep. It's a different thing. No doubt. What is it? It's subtler. It's a little It's a little less bitey. As a reminder, this is Adam eating Winterfresh. This is me, Winterfresh. Just compared to the flavor of Double Mint. Double Mint is a sharp, to me, it feels sharper. It feels like it is a little toothier. Mm-hmm. It feels like a little, it's a little more acutely minty. This feels, Winterfresh to me feels a little more relaxed. Interesting. Fun size. Fun size. 
Fun size. And that's freaking fun size. How'd you like it? You should subscribe. You should go to patreon.com slash nojokepod. Sign up for uh, fun size. Yes. Also, while you're at it and you're on the internet, go to iTunes. Yep. Subscribe to No Joke Podcast. Sure. Rate, review, and subscribe. Sure. All the verbs. You know what? I find that we tell everyone to go to our Patreon page, and then we kind of like blow through the domain. Yeah. I think that maybe what might help yes. is if we add a few extra characters. Okay. So allow me, because I know when I click a link yeah. or when I go to a link, I'm more inclined if I see a few more characters. Okay. So for listeners of No Joke, check out our second podcast fun size at http colon backslash backslash p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com. C-O-N. That's C-O-N. That's right. Slash N-O-J-O-K-E. P-O-D. That should do it. And so there you go. Spell it out nice and simple. You guys should have maybe ideally been typing along with Billy, but if you weren't, you can rewind it and maybe do it now. Let me just uh, turn it for a second. Yeah. Adam, are you familiar with the song M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E? I absolutely am, Bill. Can you sing that melody with spelling out No Joke Pod? That's just No Joke Pod? Or the or, whole or maybe No Joke Podcast? H-T-T-P colon backs like bass. Wait, no. Mm. I actually meant N-O-J-K-E-P. O-O-D-N-O-J-O-K-E-P-O-D. Now, now try P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Podcast, okay. N-O-J-O-K-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Ooh. A little hard, a little hard. It's tricky. Try All it again. There. Okay. You can get it. N-O-J-O-K-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Oh, it's like... Pretty good. Would, would it be better uh, if it was No Joke Podcat? Podcat. N-O-J-O-K-E-P-O-D-C-A-T. That. Pretty good. It feels good to do. <laughs> so, next, so we did 126 episodes of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. Next week will be episode one of the No Joke Podcast. Enjoy the podcast. That's right. Enjoy the podcast. Um, Adam. Yes. Mocktails. We're talking mocktails. Episode, it's summertime. It is the, now the second act. Yep. Our current lives with mocktails. Yeah. Our current lives are that you are trying to learn what mocktails <laughs> what they are. are and it. how they work. <laughs> Obviously, mock is born out of the word fake. Yes. Right? A falsehood. Yes. A faux cocktail. A faux cocktail. Yes. You found on a list of uh, mocktails on your phone, Adam. Yes. One that immediately stood out from the others. There was like strawberry rhubarb lemonade. Yes. Cute. Yes. But then there was one, I believe you said it was called Meg Ryan. It's called The Meg Ryan, the a Meg bright and bubbly berry drink. The Meg Ryan. The Meg Ryan. So Adam, where are we getting these uh where are we getting this drink from? Is this from the kitchen.com? This is from the kitchen.com and it's a list of some of uh, the website's very very favorite mocktails. Including the Meg Ryan. Including the Meg Ryan. So let's just say some of our listeners are sleepless in Seattle right let's now. Let's say that they might be. But they don't want a cocktail. That they one. just want a Meg Ryan. A Meg Ryan. How would they how would they make a Meg Ryan? Okay, great. It is one cup berries. Berries. Whatever, whatever is in season. That's what so, it says? That's loose. Okay. Up to interpretation. Loose berry. Loose. <laughs> Look at your calendar. Seasonal berry. Look at your calendar. Say, hey, what month is it? Loose. Then Google seasonal berry June. June. Okay. And you'll get something. Okay. One teaspoon lemon juice. Yum. Okay. Okay. Citrusy. Two, spe two teaspoons honey. Yum, yum. Sweet. Okay. And soda water. So it's berries, lemon juice, honey, and soda water. Wow. Simple. Okay. Add berries, lemon juice, and honey to a blender. Come on. Gotta blend. And combine until smooth. You got to blend. Got to blend, a folks. Add soda water and pulse until combined. If using frozen berries, you may add ingredients all at once, mm. but you might need to add a dash of soda water uh, at the end to bubble things up back to our tongue-tingling standards. Tongue-tingling. Yeah. So, One more time. Can you just go through the uh, the ingredients? So it's just berry seasonal berries. How much? A cup. One cup, cup seasonal cup berry. Seasonal berries. Okay. One teaspoon of lemon juice. Everyone's got a lemon. A little squeezy. Two teaspoons of honey. Yep. And one cup of seltzer water. There you go. And that's it. It's very simple. What I like about the mocktails is that 
here's the thing. It's like, I'm not a big drinker. I've never really been a big drinker. I have a very low alcohol tolerance and right. I actually don't even enjoy alcohol that much. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, like the mocktail on, and I'm being sincere yeah. is al- almost, almost preferable to a cocktail to bowl down. Sure. A little bit. It's like, a, it's still a fun drink. Yeah, exactly. You can still enjoy the taste and nuance of this drink without the headache three hours later. Right. So like kind of almost sort of is the best of both worlds for me where it's like the flavor of like a fun drink and it's like berries and lemons That's and right. zest and citrus. Yes. But just like none of the tequila that makes my mouth dry and my nose pulse. Are you a Jamba Juice guy? Big Jamba Juice guy. You I mean, go. Like, smoothie guy. Yeah, there's a Jamba Juice near our house and I'll go. Although oh. it is like too expensive and like the... How much does the Jamba cost on you these days? Too much, man. Let me guess, eight ninety five. It's something like that. Really? Seriously? Okay. And like once you once you have a dear friend with a smoothie and you've been over to Billy's house and you've smoothied, yes. going to Jamba Juice feels foolish. Right. It just feels foolish. We like, can all smoothie at our house, folks, exactly. and we can all uh, mocktail. That's right. At our house too. Yeah. Exactly. So if you want a Meg Ryan. It's now the season yeah, for a Meg Ryan. Yeah, it is the season indeed. Was there any other uh, on that list, Adam, that got you excited? Should I look on the same list and yeah, see if yeah, something yeah. – I've Let got Coco back. Lopez on the brain. Oh, great. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. The, uh, literally the the uh, the impetus behind the pina colada. Uh, we have a bunch here. This one sounds pretty good. Uh, ooh, can I read about this one? Please go. This is a strawberry basil soda. This is what I'm talking about. This okay. sounds so good. Okay. That sounds really, really, really good. Strawberry basil. Yeah. Are those two things that you've had in a meal together? Before we go into the drink, are those two common? Is that a dessert thing? Okay, here's what I feel. I feel like I've had maybe even, maybe honestly, even made Viberina. Yes. I feel like I've had like a summer salad oh. that's like mozzarella cheese, mm-hmm. strawberries, well done. and basil. She honestly, d- I think that, that. that she does that. I think that's a delicious thing I like. Also, panna cotta. I believe that she's made panna cotta with strawberry and potentially basil. I'm going to freak out. That is so good. Those are two strong flavors out the gate. That's what I'm saying. It's are, like, Are we learning that you need two strong flavors in your mocktail? Because the, the Meg Ryan had berries and it had lemon. lemon. Two strong choices. I think that's right. I think that you need two power, powerful flavors and you're always going to have a spritzy soda water. I have a sense that every mocktail comes with a spritz. So remind me about this one one more time, Absolutely. what it's called and what's in it. Strawberry basil soda. Okay. All you need is this makes about six to eight drinks. A pound of strawberries, okay. trimmed. I guess that just means with the, Take green, the green hat off. Yep. Okay. Uh, juice of a half of lemon. Juice of a half of lemon. It's like ear of toad. Okay. <laughs> juice of a juice of of half lemon. <clears throat> okay. A half of a cup of loosely packed basil leaves. Sure. Some basil, sugar, sparkling. How, how much sugar? Uh, a cup. A One cup. One cup of sugar. A cup. That's a lot. lot. Sweet. This is a sweet drink. That just beep, 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 red alarm just spun around. Yeah, exactly. Can't do that. This will get you – like, and that's the trick. It's like this sort of defeats the function of it not being boozy because, like, to me, the alcohol dehydrates me so much and all that sugar will dehydrate your ass. Meg didn't need a drop (laughs) of sugar. She needed two tablespoons of honey. That's a great – point because Meg Ryan is America's sweetheart. That's right. And she's not our saccharin heart. Exactly. She's just a sweet They might as well call this the Sandy Bullock because she's a little too much for me. Oh <laughs> my god, folks. Wow. All the girls who are getting their I'm hair perm are like, ooh. I'm sorry. What can I say? Damn. I don't know. Um, I just started getting into making banana bread. Yeah. You do, have do you know that? Banana bread. I've made four banana breads. Holy shit, Bill. All different varietals to see what I get into, what I like. Some are more moist, some are a little drier. One had raisins in it, another had chocolate, chocolate chips, chips in it. Great. Into it now. Tell me what, what, so just based on your small sample size, which ones do you prefer? What do you have sort of a pecking order? I prefer uh, banana breads. They can be all different shapes, but yeah. I like the ones that are uh, traditional loaves. Definitely. Okay. What are the other shapes, if you don't mind, mate? Um, you can make question. them like a pie tin. That's fun. And they're just like, they can come out a little differently. Yep. Marina made one that was gluten free and yep. it was better to be in a pan that was wider. Great. 
the thing about banana bread, you can kind of do it a bunch of different ways based on how you like it. Mm-hmm. So you can add like three bananas instead of two, and mm-hmm. it's like more densely packed, and it's like really juicy, but almost like fudge brownies. Yeah. It almost becomes like less like sliced bread. Yep. I say all of this because the first uh, recipe that I used yeah. required a cup of sugar. Yes. And when you pour out a half <laughs> cup of sugar, you're like, damn. That's like, I don't eat, I, 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 maybe I eat some sugar. I certainly don't eat, I eat a little bit of sugar, yeah. maybe. But I rarely am pouring out a bag of sugar <laughs> into to, to a measuring cup. <laughs> yeah. And when you see a cup of sugar, it like, it makes you feel bad. It's intimidating. And what I learned is that with banana bread, it's purely for flavor. So if you huh. need your banana bread to be like insanely American sugar, yes. you know, where it's just like, this is going to make you go like yes. hyper sugar, yes. a cup. Yes. But then I did it down to a half cup, and then I did it down to like a third of a cup, and it's really just just flavor. Now, so please, I do this only to defend please. Sandy Bullock. Got it. That <laughs> listen for the American recipe, they're always going to say add more sugar. Yep. But you can be an informed American. You can be Miss Congeniality. Yes. You can find yeah. a way of making your own footprint on thine earth. Yes. And so you can use less sugar, and maybe that strawberry basil is actually going to be okay. Yeah, maybe you're not right. All of a sudden, I think I'm coming around to the blind side. So in this act break yes. that we're going to now, do we play When I Come Around <laughs> again? <laughs> yes. This might be a bad idea. I'm dying. I'm dying right People now. People are going to think that we made a mistake. <laughs> no, we, this is very intentional. We did not make a mistake. I've once again come around to the Sandy Bullock way of seeing things. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's Billy Joe, Dave, and Joe Dirt. They're coming around again, folks. I'm dead. I'm dead.
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast once again. That was when I come around from Green Day. It took 126, <laughs> folks. But we doubled down. Doubled down. It's a podcast now. I've actually tried to be thoughtful about, hey, have we ever played that song before on the entirety of the podcast? <laughs> But we just double down. Billy, the great Green Day versus Offspring debate, that was at least pungent in the halls of my high school. Sure. Did you fall down on one side or the other? There was That was not an argument in my high school. Okay. Okay, great. At all. But I always thought Offspring were total layboys. Wow. Lame. Oids. Their <laughs> their lyrics, their songs were so stupid. Self esteem rock. It's a good. That's like a good song. It that is lucky, got yeah. no self esteem. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. that was cool. Got after that. Liberated. After that, they started becoming so corny to me. Yes. Did they put out that song? I'm pretty fly yes. for a white guy. Now, 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 now. That was bad for the culture. Yes. That that song was bad for all of us in American culture. If you look back on some of their songs, I imagine that you'd be surprised how many are bad. Bad for the culture. Yeah. Like, that was bad for the culture, but so many are just bad for the blank. For the Like, blank. just bad for the music scene. Yeah, exactly. I was an intern at Columbia Records. We've touched on this yes. in the Beyonce episode yes. when I was uh, – I worked for her publicist. Yes. And that each week we would get to sit in yeah. on – around the CEO roundtable. We'd may, be made to feel special, and Very someone cool. would come in and teach us something new. That's cool. I, met, I told the story about how Beyonce's father came in once with a right. box. That's right. He then stepped in the box. He stared at all of us. Then he stepped out of the box, and he said – I want to teach you one thing, and it's thinking outside of the box. Is that true, Billy? Yes, this is true. That's Mr. Beyonce? You can go back. Jesus. You can go back to the Beyonce episode, and I'm sure I told oh that story. Oh, my God. I remember thinking, and I had a friend named Saeed who worked there, too, oh and I remember looking at him being thinking, he brought the box, box on a subway. He brought the box. He brought the box. Or did he go down to the mailroom as he walked into can I get a box? Uh, the Sony building? He's like, I'm going to need a box. <laughs> no bigger. I need to stand in it. I'm talking to some interns. And then I'm going to step out of it immediately. <laughs> Do you get it? Anyway. <laughs> Amazing. So each week, um, a new kind of uh, like informed person in the industry yeah. would come and speak to us. Yes. And one time it was the head of A&R. Yeah. And they were going to do something special, quote unquote special. Yeah. They had Offspring. Offspring was a Columbia yes. Records uh, artist. Yes. And they didn't have Offspring there. Yes. They might have had them. No, no. They just had, they had, they were like reps there. Their yes. managers, their publicists, people that like. Everyone was going to be there. This yes. is a big thing. And they yeah. were going to play Offspring's new single <laughs> for all of the interns, who would probably be the, the demo yeah. for this. You're the age group. You'd, yep. Who would buy the album? And they were really excited. They yeah. were going to play it on these like awesome like <laughs> Sony, like Columbia Records so speakers. They're going to play clear. the music video on. And so as they were like telling us and getting hyped, I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, this is like a big risk for them. Like no one's heard this <laughs> yeah. song. Like what if it's not a good song? Yeah. But whatever. The mood is so excited, yeah. yada, yada, yada. They hit play, and as they do, on the screen in front of us, the name of the song comes up, and it's called The Worst Hangover Ever. And I remember thinking to myself, this is going to backfire like a mother. <laughs> and oh, the, the song, worst hangover ever? The song proceeded to play, and I remember everyone, all, the, all of the quote-unquote kids in the room were so embarrassed oh, for the music God. we all had to listen Brutal. to. And afterwards, they were like, so what did you guys think? Oh. And it took a room full of kids to be like, try and toe the line to not make the adults feel bad. That was really, that, no, that's, that was really cool. You know, yeah. it's one of these things, Adam. We've played the same song twice in the act. Yes. Trick. 
I'm going to, yes. if you can vamp for just a few seconds, I'm going to try and see if this song actually exists and maybe just play it through my microphone. Please. One of the worst things to me about Offspring is that Offspring to me is actually a cool name for a band. Unfortunately, technically, they're the Offspring. That's and right. the V makes all the difference to me. I don't like that at all. Okay. That's all we needed, Adam. Uh, great. We're going to just listen to the ad real quick. Great. I mean, this is what the, the room full of... The room full of kids listened to and tried to act cool. Columbia interns. We're going to hit skip ad. Great. Ballroom scene, but the fire underneath. Gonna wake you on life. Gonna bring you to your knees. <laughs> oh, it's Sky. It's all bad. It's Sky. Pandering. They were all, by the end of their careers, they were pandering. Don't do that. Don't do that. The, scratch, the wiki wiki. Don't. I also, Incubus used to have a DJ in their band, and all his job was to wiki wiki, and I was like, no, Incubus. <laughs> No. <laughs> and had a blast. <laughs> End of that line. <laughs> oh God! Imagine my, imagine me holding my tongue. And I also like imagining all the rep of the managers like bobbing their heads like this is reggae if, awesome. If we vibe, maybe the kids will vibe. <laughs> nope, that's not how vibing works. Execs got to be an organic vibe. Listen, I know we're supposed to be talking about mocktails, but the chorus is coming, <laughs> yeah. and you got to hear the words. Exactly. It just gets better. It's so mighty mighty Boston's. Oh God, they, it's brutal, isn't it? They did a second verse. The voice, I liked his voice quality, like how shrill and kind of whiny it was. It right. was good for, it was really good for that one song, self esteem. That's right. That was like the great, great smash rock hit. And but. then it was Columbia's job to have to be like, we have to milk this voice for the uh, yeah, best we can. Exactly. And they came up with this. Shut up. Shut up. This is, I'm rolling back and this forth is for on babies. the bed. Yeah, the song babies. is for drunk babies. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, God. So... So in a weird way, it relates perfectly to mocktails. That's because true. if you don't want the worst hangover ever, that's true. Have a Meg Ryan. Bring it back. If you don't want the worst hangover ever, if you don't want to be rolling back and forth in your bed, yes, then have a Meg Ryan. Have a strawberry basil soda. Sit down with a pina. Can I tell you why that song by the Offspring reminds me of Silent Night? Please, sure. <laughs> Silent Night. I, I thought about this just like within the year. Yeah, the whole song is about. It's a silent night tonight. It's quiet tonight. No noise. Yep. Who's that one guy singing? Yeah. Silent night. You're really piercing the silence, sir. You're breaking all of the rules every time you sing. You're yelling the word silent. If in this town we agreed that uh, everyone's silent, yep. then you should be silent too. Stop, Agreed. Stop singing. Agreed. So it just doesn't work. The rules of that song don't work. The song is a paradox. If I've had, I've had my own personal worst hangover ever, ever. and I too wanted to roll around in, in my, my bed, bed, but I never wanted to sing about it. I never wanted to have ska horns blaring <laughs> in my ears about it. That's that, the last thing I want to hear with the worst hangover. So ever. there's nothing for me to relate to. I wouldn't listen to that song when I'm hungover. I wouldn't yeah. listen to that song when I'm sober. Yes. So yes. yes. I don't know how exactly we got into the offspring so hard. So fast. Let me just tell a quick little scoffing, which is that my friend Dan Siegel and I, one of my best oldest friends, Dan Siegel, when that one song of the Mighty Mighty Boston's came out, they're all never had to knock on wood, but I had a wish I had. So that song was like. That rocks. everywhere that, that rocks. That rocks. And we did the classic thing where it's like, oh, you like this one cigarette? Smoke the whole pack. We like that song. We bought the CD, not the CD single, the entire CD, yep. but brought it home back to Dan's house, yep. played NBA Jam for an entire, probably like 14 straight hours and listened to not the album, but that one song on repeat oh. for 
hours that's and compulsive. hours. Hours and hours and yep. hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And now I cannot ever hear it again. Oh, really? It was like it had the, it was yeah, exactly. Bringing it back to alcohol, a yes. lot of people, a lot of young kids were like learning how to drink. Yeah. Have too much gin one night and then they can't drink gin that for happens. four years. That happens. That happened to you with the Mighty Mighty Boss. With Bostos. Mighty Mighty Boss. Mighty Mighty Boss is my gin. Did you ever have a night like that where you drank too much of one thing and you're like I can never have that again? I never really drank, Bill. Like, right. I, I, like I never, I've never, honestly. There's been like a handful of times in my life when I've been d- truly, truly like drunk, and honestly, they've all been with you, and they've all been at the Russian Samba Bar. <laughs> so to be Corvetti in the background, yeah, exactly. Like, like those are really the most. That's truly the drunkest, the drunkest times I've ever been. Which is funny because <laughs> it's true. I've known you for 12, 13 years, and like neither one of us have really seen each other like wrecked drunk. Not really. We don't really get like drunk Not like that. Really. Right. I don't really drink like that. But I, I have seen you have a sugar rush. Oh, yeah. That you, happened. You ate a box of... Lucky Charms. A whole box. A whole box. Right? Not a fun-sized box. Apartment. That's right. And that was actually you out of control. That was. Yes. That was my worst hangover ever. That's right. Basically, that, that was my worst hangover. That's right. Yeah. That uh, was a tough one. This has been... This episode has been sprawling. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we listened to The Offspring. We listened to Green Day twice. Uh, let's try and finish on a mocktail. Great. Adam, dare you try and find one more? I would love to. Maybe with a cute name? I would love to. To take us out? I would absolutely love that. Here, right. let me just get my list here. He's just scrolling. Uh, back to the kid. 20 delicious non-alcoholic spritzers. That's so right. See, spritzer, the mocktail and the spritzer, they're cousins. Okay, here's a good one. Hibiscus ginger punch. Okay, pause. Sounds pretty good. You're a hibiscus guy? I hear that. I don't know what it means, but I know that like people in Silver Lake and Williamsburg think it's cool. That's exactly right. I would be shocked if you haven't had a hibiscus iced tea. Okay. Don't they have it at paper or plastic? I, I mean – I'm sure. That's just yeah. one – that's a word like artisan where it's like people use it sometimes and that's I'm right. like – Okay, I guess it's going to be like eleven ninety five. I don't know what it is, but now it's eleven ninety five. That's hilarious. Hibiscus. If you hear hibiscus? It's eleven ninety five. It does nothing for me. <laughs> My heart does not skip a beat. I think it's a flower. I'm pretty sure it's just a plant. Okay, it's a yummy, yummy plant. Okay, okay, yummy, so, yummy. Hibiscus ginger punch is for this serves twelve. So this is if you're having a big okay. party. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so this is four half cups of water. AKA two cups, Interesting. right? Interesting way to phrase it. I wonder if it's because when we start pouring the drink together, we're going to use the first half cup now, the second oh, half cup Oh, maybe now. so. We'll Good see. call. Um, one cup dried hibiscus blossoms. Yikes. I hate this recipe. Go on. <laughs> Four half cups and a hibiscus <laughs> yeah, blossom. Hibiscus. What, do you want me to go to the moon? Exactly. Okay. One two-inch piece of ginger thinly sliced. Yep. This is an involved mocktail. That I get. One cup of sugar. Yikes. Cup of sugar. They're making all the wrong decisions. <laughs> this might as well be called the push bill away. The push bill away. Right. This is Billy Sandy Bullock. That's right. Four cups of chilled ginger ale. We like that, I guess. Love. Two bottles of champagne. Okay. Sparkling white wine. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. Or sparkling mineral, mineral water. I guess it's saying, like, uh, if you want to make it a cock or a mock. Our friends are rocked. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. mock became a cock, exactly. and now our friends are rocked. <laughs> Queen said, we will, we will rock you. So will we will, we will rock you. <laughs> this Billy Bullock's about to put people on their ass by accident. Billy Bullock. Exactly. So if you want to make a mocktail, use the sparkling water. If you want to make a cocktail, use the wine or the champagne. Yikes. Optional. Oh, ice. it's a mock cock up. It's a mock cock up. Oh, got it. That's fun. His or hers. <laughs> His or hers. So water, water if you're a mock. Wa- champagne and white if, if you're, you're a cock. cock. That's right. Wow. And then optional, it says ice. Doesn't seem like that should be optional. Okay. Garnishes of mint, lemon, or lime slices. Okay. So th- 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 there's a lot of variables I'm just going to say stay away. Stay away from this one. It's a little complicated. Yeah. Why don't I go back to maybe just one more? Let, I'm just be curious to see what's in the non-alcoholic sangria, for example. Sangria is such a summer staple. Really? More summer staple than the Billy Bullock? 
Well, the Billy Bullock is there, but I mean, to me, like sangria. That okay, so sangria, sangria is, as far as I always knew, was a bottle of shitty red wine and all the fruit you still had on Sunday. Isn't that what it is? So let's find so out. let's just see what the hell it is without the wine. Great. Two cups of boiling water. That's the wrong direction. <laughs> okay. Two cups of boiling water. Four handfuls of tax <laughs> and one giraffe. <laughs> Two black tea bags mm-hmm. or teaspoons of loose leaf tea. This is tea. You're talking about a big <laughs> cup of tea. Boiling water and tea bags. Tea. Okay. Two cinnamon sticks, yeah. half cup of sugar, yeah. pomegranate juice, mm-hmm. orange juice. Mm-hmm. Okay, an orange, a lemon, a lime, and an apple. I don't like sangria that much. I like sangria because it gives me that buzz. Because it's wine. Yeah. Because it gives you that flush face. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, look, you I, know, I can't tell you what kind of mocktails we'll be drinking this summer, if any. Yeah, if any, probably the Billy Bullock. Probably a Billy Bullock or yeah. a Coco Lopez. Or, or a hot or a burning hot a sangria. burning hot tea. <laughs> Our favorite mocktail, tea. Yeah. <laughs> I pat Adam, I pat us on the back for playing the same song twice. Yeah. I pat us on the back. It's a bold choice that I respect. I don't know if it's going to, quote unquote, be funny. I'm lolling. We did it. I'm lolling. But we, we made a choice, and sometimes Stuck that's all it. it takes. You just Integrity. have to be decisive in life. Absolutely, Bill. All right. So we came around. What a blast. When we came around. Oh, Jesus. Billy Joe. Wow. The mocktail episode, we did it. We I, did it, Bill. I, I was nerve. Yeah. I was nerve. We talked mostly about the offspring. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst hangover ever. Ever. It'll be coming in analog through yeah. the microphone, through your headphones. So be it. <laughs> it's, that's what mocktails will do to you. That's it. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>